The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. This is a 680 The Fan podcast. To hear more live and local sports content like this, tune into 680 AM or 93.7 FM or download The Fan app. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves. And people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. At Jim Ellis Automotive, we take pride in our family-owned and operated business. Hi, I'm Stacy Ellis, Vice President of the Jim Ellis Automotive Group. When my granddad, Jim Ellis, founded our company in 1971, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, my dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. Today, third-generation family members like myself, along with the support of more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values our company was founded on. At Jim Ellis Automotive, we try harder because we sincerely value your satisfaction. That's why we've been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of our 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, still family-owned and operated and where you can always expect the best. in a good mood he really does i think love is in the air when i think of the whole man chuck and chernoff are on the fan as we crank her up in our three o'clock hour on this uh, valentine's day eve thanks for loving us and knowing we love you this hour of the show is presented by this stuff matters helping you make the most out of what matters most like and subscribe to this stuff matters the podcast at this stuff matters.net why don't we start the love fest by saying hello to charles hey matt hey chuck can i mention something completely out of left field do it my microwave burritos are almost ready. Okay, go get them. Burrito. It's a good way to start the show. Nice snack. Come here. Come here. Talking to the burrito? Yum. All right. So uh, it is Valentine's Day Eve, and I'm talking to a specific group of you out there. If you haven't done anything at this point, you're effed. There's no other way around it. You're not going to do the stop off at Walgreens on the way home tonight and sell it to your wife or your girlfriend or both of them that you already got the shopping done. So we, us, this group is saving Valentine's Day for you. We are going to do this three times today, give you a Valentine's Day gift package to make it look like you went the extra mile for that special someone in your life. So right now, caller number eight, this first 3 o'clock Valentine's Day package is yours at 404-231-1680 because we are the show of love. We want to do nothing. You saw Taylor and Travis loving mm-hmm. each other. Yeah. You see the love that is it. Like, love is holding us together in this world, and we want to make sure. You can make it by the battery tomorrow before you head home. Here's the only issue with that. Golden. Do you guys do this thing? Like, in my house, we always have the Valentine's stuff in the morning for each other, for the wife, and for the kids. So it wouldn't look great if I didn't. Like All right, get her a Milky Way and uh, something else and leave it on the counter. And, and tell her tonight is when you get the big yeah. package. Yeah. You know what I mean, Chuck? So, uh, yes, we're giving away this first uh, Valentine's Day package. I will bring up caller number eight here. Yeah, full phone lines. I know we do. And I want to reward somebody. Look at this. Here's a bunch of people who obviously haven't done a bit of shopping. 
They have not done anything. Which line am I going to? Give me any line. All right. Uh, here we go. You're on the uh, fan. Congratulations. You are caller eight of our Valentine's Day package. Saving Valentine's Day, who is this? This is Chris. Chris, I'm uh, very excited and very happy for you. Have you not done a bit of Valentine's Day shopping? I was in the process. Process. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Chris. Work, work gets away. I, I know. Time just, down all right. the options to the three or four best. How much, uh, how long you've been with your spouse or, or significant other? Um, actually, tomorrow um, is our anniversary of first date, and it will actually be 15 years. Congratulations. Good to see you put a lot of thought into this anniversary for tomorrow. All right, good news for you, though, Chris. We have our 3 o'clock prize package. Here's Derek Thomas to tell you how you're spoiling your significant other for that 15th anniversary. Congratulations, Chris. You get the Let's Buck Tonight handoff package. If you're looking for straight hand action, nothing more. We have the prize for you. That's the Let's Buck Tonight hand. I'm just reading what's written. The Let's Buck Tonight handoff package includes the following. Ever think about your girl wearing your T-shirt? Well, good luck getting this image out of your head. How about her in a Buck Baloo quarterback camp T-shirt? Or does your significant other like to unwind with a nice bath and book? This this package has just the romantic charm you need, including a signed Buck Baloo book. With a personal love note. Mm. But wait, there's more. If you want to have your balls played with this Valentine's Day, we have mini 680 foam footballs. Footballs. At least you know she'll play with those. Okay. Congratulations, Chris. You've got the uh, Let's Buck Tonight package. Hold on one second. I thought we were going to do something good. Chris, be honest. You didn't think you were walking away with that much good stuff, did you? No, I did not. All right. Congratulations, Chris. Hold on one second. We'll get all the pertinence from you, and your significant other is going to be thrilled, but uh, she's got some buck in her life. So we got a T-shirt. Right. Got a signed book buck. from Buck Baloo. And some squeezy with a balls. personal love note from Buck. Which we haven't had him do yet. We have to. So don't show up before 10. Right. Tomorrow. Well, how would it be personalized? We didn't know who was going to win. Sure. Right. Uh, and then he got golf balls. Correct. Uh, footballs. Footballs. Oh, footballs. Football squeezy balls. We'll do it again at the top of 4 o'clock I and 5 wait. o'clock. It's I, very exciting. I can't wait. Uh, Super Bowl. We just gave like a 9-year-old girl $2,500 in jewelry. We did. She Well, she performed, though. Her and her dad performed a Taylor Swift and song. Now, it's all okay. levels. Of, all right. Fantastic. Yeah. Can't wait. 4 o'clock. Here it comes. It's exciting. It's how you hold and the tomorrow, audience. tomorrow, chapstick, ladies and gentlemen. Chapstick. There's a thing in radio called time spent listening. And right now, you're not going to leave the radio thinking, what will I miss at 4 o'clock? That's what they were thinking. Uh, Super Bowl 58 did indeed draw a record audience. 123.4 million people tuned in. The most watched telecast in uh, history. Now, CBS said at one point, 202 million people across the United States were cumulatively watching all or part of the Super Bowl. Again, representing the game's largest audience ever. So you want to equate that to dollars. Somewhere in the neighborhood of $650 million in estimated ad revenue for CBS. CBS, in the guess here, is they made another 50 or so million in ad revenue solely based on the game going into overtime. So we're at $700 million there. Now you get into the gaming part of things. With the game in Las Vegas for the first time ever, it will not surprise you to know the gambling, legalized gambling numbers were through the roof. This number per the Nevada Gaming Board. Nevada Sportsbook uh, broke the record for Super Bowl wagering with over $185 million bet on the game, passing the previous mark of $179 million in 2022. Oh, the money-making cash machine that is the NFL. It's nothing slows it down. Nothing. It is. There's no bubble. It's never going to burst. It's just going to keep going up. I keep waiting okay. for it. to. It's never bursting. So we've talked. No, I haven't talked seriously, but I mean, hell, maybe we need to. You're not going to increase the audience on a Saturday night. Um, You're not moving the game. They're not. It's okay. perfect. They're not. Doing what it about right. moving the game up just an hour yeah. or two or three? They, they don't, don't have to tired. get into prime time. They don't have to they, get in prime time. They still have a noon one two kickoff in the West Coast. Let me ask you: When it's this perfect, why mess with it? Why mess with it? Well, that's why what I'm saying. They... Bring it like back a little bit earlier. I don't <laughs> think it's going to screw around with anything. You said I think. Why would I mess with it? It's perfect. Like, it's, you know, we're all dreary-eyed and bleary-eyed and Monday, whatever, tired. If you live in the East Coast. It it is what it is. So now that the NFL season is over, (laughs) they really take a break. The NFL takes a two-week break, and then it's right back to business. Do you guys realize the NFL Combine begins in 16 days? Two weeks from Thursday, everybody in the league will assemble at Indianapolis, 
March, or excuse me, Thursday, February 29th through March 3rd for the Underwear Olympics. Then just two weeks later, free agency begins. Monday, March 11th at 4 p.m., teams are allowed to contact, like they have it before, contact and enter into contract negotiations with players who are unrestricted free agents. However, contracts cannot be signed until 4 p.m. March 13th on that Wednesday. Trades can also be uh, consummated on Thursday the, the uh, 13th, no, Wednesday the 13th of March, beginning at 4 o'clock. So two weeks till the combine, two weeks later till free agency, and then we get into draft, which that'll be a month after free agency. Then you'll have OTAs, rookie mini camps, all of it. And before you know it, it's training it's camp again. It's never far from it's an nuts. event, an event you need to check. It's not just stuff happens. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. The schedule announced is kind of an event. The draft is an event. Free oh, agency is an event. I forgot the schedule will be released. Event, event, event. So the schedule projection this year. Why are we at the draft? It's in Detroit, Hugo. Why are we in Vegas for the draft? <laughs> there you go. That's much better. I like that. Uh, the NFL schedule is slated to be released either Wednesday, May 8th or Thursday, May 9th this year. That's, event. that's the projection. So we, in theory, could be 27 days away right now from the Falcons introducing their new quarterback. With free agency beginning on March 11th, they could sign Kirk Cousins. They could sign Russell Wilson if he's released. Two days later, they could trade for Justin Fields or <laughs> Mac Jones. That rumor's starting to pick up some steam. I yep. would bring Mac Jones in for a sixth-round pick. And that's what you might end up doing if you're going to trade for him. Um, let's. I need a camp arm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spend a seventh-rounder on the guy out of Hartford College. Mm-hmm. I'll spend a sixth-rounder on a guy who started. So the NFL schedule, there's no break. Two weeks, combine, no. we're right, mm. right back at it. Now, that is one of the rumors. That's why I keep NFL Network year-round. The uh, Patriots are going to listen on Mac Jones trade rumors. The Falcons, among a few teams that have come up. And again, folks... Do nothing with this other than any quarterback rumor that's out there. The Falcons will be in on it. The Vikings will be on those. The Washington Commanders, all the teams that just have a big hole. You're going to find out a lot about the Patriots. They Sitting at that pick with the needs they have and a new head coach and new leadership, you're going to find out what they're going to be. So that one was whispered yesterday that the Patriots would be open for business with the three pick and that the Falcons, the Vikings, the Raiders are expected to show interest again. Not a big shock. Then this uh, news pops in today. The Falcons have shown initial interest in trading for Eagles pass rusher Hassan Reddick. Sources told the Liberty Line, which is a website in Philly. But then Jordan Schultz at the Bleacher Report said, I just spoke to Hassan Reddick, who told me he never requested a trade, wants to stay in Philly. He says, I'd like to get an extension done here. At no point did I ever tell the, uh, the organization I wanted to be traded. Reddick has one year left on his deal, no more guaranteed money. The Eagles could be the ones who are behind wanting to move him at this point, knowing they might not re-sign him. He's been an elite pass rusher who doesn't get the attention. But when you get the second-round quarterback who then has to get broke off and you trade for a $25 million receiver. At some point, you guys start making decisions. This is the Seahawks when they were like, all right, Bobby Wagner or Russell or the receiver. It's the Niners right now. So uh, Hassan Reddick's got 50 and a half sacks over his last four years. I don't know how many people realize just in the, like, when you think about Joey Bosa or Nick Bosa or, like, start doing the best – uh, Khalil Mack, this guy's just a sack machine. So I would have I'd give up a mid round four pick. free agent running backs in camp before uh, like undrafted free agent running backs in camp before I spend a dollar on a running back if I'm cutting that guy. Mm-hmm. Uh Hawks lost last night to the Bulls. One thirty six to one twenty six. Congratulations to the Bulls. They posted their season high in points. That's an impact to the playoff race, actually. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. That last night was like, oh, I'm sorry, play in. I said playoff, play in. There are a lot of nights when the Hawks don't want to play any defense. Last night was just an egregious, egregious, uh, I almost said effort. There was no effort. The Bulls can't score. They were without Caruso. Not that he's a great scorer by any means, but they can't score. And they put up 136. So the Hawks, this is how the script usually goes for the Hawks. They led early. They were up by seven after the first quarter. They pushed the lead to 12. So they're up 12 points, the Hawks are, with 340 left in the half. You would think they're going to go to the half with a nice lead, right? No, the Bulls finished the half on a 17-4 to run. They would take a 60-59 to lead. And I get this team is limited. Bogey doesn't play a lick of defense. Bay's not good at defense. But when I watch Murray and Hunter, two guys that are theoretically supposed to play some defense and they don't even try, that's the effort you get last night. You gave up 136. Trey was frustrated, got teed up for a flop. Uh, just it, that that one night they've been playing pretty good. They'd won six of eight, and then you let that team come in and put 136 on them. I'll say what I said for weeks. Quinn Snyder hates them. 
He's got to hate this team and realize, what the bleep did I get into? No shame losing to the Clips or the Celtics. Um, yeah, you got to have a little pride at some point. It's not even pride. Because they're like, not better than you. Put some effort in. Like, get in front of somebody. Just move your feet. Try to – whatever. Uh, and we are at uh, Brave Spring Training Eve. When you wake up tomorrow, Braves pitchers and catchers will be reporting – in spring training at Northport, they'll be on the field Thursday for their first workout. I'll give you a heads up. The Braves will play their first Grapefruit League game, the opener, next Saturday, February 24th, against Tampa in Port Charlotte. It'll be at 1 o'clock here on the fan, so we'll have all the weekend spring games here on the fan. Weekday games will be on the 680 app and ESPN 103.7. Oh, and baseball's back. That's right, Chuck. Nick and Chris will be live from baseball. They will be there at Northport starting Monday. Yep. All the baseball coverage on the radio, and Schwartz on Sports will be joining him, so all the social media coverage. Schwartz! All, all the interviews, all the uh, sights and sounds from Northport all next week. And we are just a few weeks away from paying off the longest radio tees in history. What is that one? Coming up in five years. Was that five years ago? 2019. Oh, man. Matt teased an interview. Coming up in five years. Right. So, I met, I met so if this... you've been hanging on since 2019, we were at spring training, and was it... Darren O'Day. Darren O'Day. So I was meaning to say in five minutes. Because, you know, we're going to play the interview, folks. When I'm in uh, spring training mode, Matt is like a cub reporter. I'm in the clubhouse. I'm interviewing guys. I'm running around. So in the midst of it, I'm trying to do all that and, you know, do this great job I do running this radio show. And instead of saying, coming up in five minutes, I said something about, we'll find out about Darren O'Day's mustache. I said, coming up in five years. So we've been told things like, Matt's supposed to tell you the entire show lineup, like, for the entire day, we're supposed to do that. We're supposed to break on time. We're supposed to do all this. We're supposed to pay off the tees, right? Well, I'm already late. Oh. So, yeah, we'll pay off the tees this year. That's ex- Who knew we would last five more years? It's time to wing it. Presented by WNB Factory. Serving up Atlanta's best wings and burgers with over 60 locations. Find yours at WNBFactory.com. I'll take your winging it idea answers at the Harrah's. Cherokee Casino's Twitter feed. We want to know who is the most romantic-looking coach. In all the sports, but again, wrong answers only. Most romantic-looking coach. Wrong answers only, and it's obvious after you watch Andy Reid. He is, he's got to be the ultimate romantic. Corn dogs for him and his wife. A late-night drive-through. Instead of an actual rose, he gets her a chocolate rose and eats it on the way home. Belichick. Ah, he's not in sports. Ha! Wow, victory lap. Should we throw former Falcon coach Arthur Smith in there? He looks like the ultimate romantic, doesn't he? Art, just he just looks like romance. DT, what you got? Who's the uh, ultimate-looking romantic coach in sports? Wrong answers. Only. I like to think Bill Snyder, coming from a simpler time, would be a, a real, real romantic. Guy. And he's an octogenarian now, so you really yeah. get romantic at that. A lot stage. of experience. Yeah. Uh, Brian Gephardt, producer of the show. Who's the uh, most romantic-looking coach? Uh, we'll stay there in the state of Kansas and go to an old coach, Mike Mangino. Mark. Mark Mangino. Yes. Is it Mark? Is it Mark? Yeah, it is Mark. It is Mark, yeah. Oh. He had a lot of love to give. He did. He did indeed. Uh, Cullen Madden. Brian stole mine. You don't have a plan B? I never back up. How do you guys not have a plan B I life? usually do. All right. Say, uh... Charlie Weiss. Ralph Regan. Yeah, we're just picking fat head coaches. Yes, okay, thank great. you. great. Awesome. You guys can send your answers to the Harris Cherokee Casino's Twitter feed. Uh, coming up in 15 minutes, you're guaranteed to learn something fun in a special report, and those are facts. I like fun. Yeah, we're going to go on a fact-finding mission. I want to have fun. Well, then you're going to have fun. Coming up next, though, I wonder if the Falcons will be the next to get out of this less-than-super club. Shades on in the club. Yeah, you want to take your shades off in this club. We'll share it with you next. the love it's in the air valentine's eve with chuck and shirt off on the radio which means you can hear us we're an fm giving out all kinds of love at 93 7 fm it is a sunny beautiful day so the am is cranked up at 680 and the 680 the fan mobile app that's there for you as well at the top of the four o'clock hour we will give away our next save your valentine's day gift package it is valentine's eve if you haven't shopped we got you Top of the 4 o'clock hour, you're going to want to be here for that. This hour of the show is presented by This Stuff Matters, helping you make the most out of what matters most. Like and subscribe to This Stuff Matters, the podcast at thisstuffmatters.net. We will go on a fact-finding mission in about seven or eight minutes. 
It'll be filled with fun-filled facts. We'll I want to have fun. Up. Well, good. I know you like fun. So I was looking at a list that uh, Warren Sharp put out. And this is uh, how long it's been since certain teams have won Super Bowls. And I shouldn't even say certain teams. It's all teams. Uh, for instance, you know how long it's been since the Kansas City Chiefs won a Super Bowl? Two days. Five minutes. Mm. You know how long it's been since the L.A. Rams have won a Super Bowl? Two uh, years. Yeah, a couple years back. Then you get to Tampa. It's been three years. The Patriots, they haven't won a championship. It's been five years. Oh, the drama. It's tough. Uh, the Eagles haven't won a title in six years. It's been eight years since the Broncos won one, 10 since Seattle. This is about to get uncomfortable. Yeah, 11 for the Ravens, 12 for the Giants. It's been 13 years the Packers have had to wait. They haven't won one in 13 years. The New Orleans Saints mm-hmm. haven't won a title in 14 years. Chris has got a ring that day. Steelers, 15 years. The Colts, 17. Now we get into the droughts. It's been 28 years since the Cowboys have won a championship. It's been 29 years since the Niners have won one. Bunch of losers. The Washington Commanders haven't won a title in 32 years. It's been 38 years since the Bears won a chip. 40 years since the Raiders won a championship. 50 years since the Dolphins won one. And 55 years since the Jets. By the way, Jets, Raiders, some of those, Cowboys, you're talking about marquee franchises mm -hmm. in the league. Then we get to a group that nobody wants to be in. This is called the biggest loser group. These are the teams who have still never won a Super Bowl. And, yes, that includes your Atlanta Falcons, established in 1966. We are closing in on 60 years in business. Loser, just outcast group. It's the Lions and Chargers. 60 years without a title, which joins the Panthers. But they've only been around since 95. Texans, 02. Jags, 95. The New Browns, since 99. The Bengals are kind of loserish like us. They haven't won one. They've been around since 1968. The Arizona Cardinals moved to Arizona in 88. They were the St. Louis Cardinals before that. The Lions were established in 1930. Now, they won four championships before the Super Bowl era, but no Super Bowls. The Bills established in 1960, won two AFL titles, but no Super Bowls. The Titans, 1999, after moving from Houston, no titles. Chargers established in 1960, and the Vikings, 1961. They won some league titles, but no Super Bowls. Now, Chuck, we're going to do a different list. You ready? Um, yeah, one that can make me happy. Well, I don't know. This is a list of teams who have never trailed in regulation in a particular Super Bowl, but didn't win the game. Okay, that's a short list. That would be the Atlanta Falcons, who didn't trail for a second in Super Bowl Fifty One against the Patriots in regulation, but still did not win the game. To three lead. I want you to think about that. Forget the lead. Forget those twenty-eight three. Okay. We screamed about that forever. Fine. It's a script sort of thing almost. But how do you like? If I told you. Your team doesn't trail in regulation. You're like, okay, when's the saying. parade? You almost have to script it. You have to say, like, you have to set it up. The better team didn't win that night. No. But the smarter team did. And that's how that worked with the Patriots. So that's a list of one. It took nearly 67 minutes for the Patriots to grab a lead, and they won the championship and have 283 diamonds in a ring to show for it. I bring this up for two reasons. One, I love, hate my team. I do. I love my team, but I hate them that they put this city and this fan base and the football fans through 60 years, if you're old enough, 40 years for some of you, 20 years, 10 years, five All years. this is true. But it's damn near impossible to go 60 years. I shouldn't say that. There's enough other teams, I guess, here. But you're near 60 years without a championship, and we can point to all kinds of reasons. Ownership, coaching, front office. Maybe it's been a little of all the above. But I can't sit here with confidence and tell you the Falcons get into that group anytime soon. No. And I'm selfish. Like, the audience knows this. If I live to be 76, because that's when I want to go. No need to see my 80s. I, nobody wants that. Okay. So I want to live to be 76. Talk to you when you're 70. I have 30 years left. Like, the clock is ticking on Matt's chance to see a Falcon championship. It's not like this is ever ending. I have 30 football seasons left. Here is left. the thread, though, because a lot of the franchises you've talked about, and I've mentioned this before. There's this big, giant, like, 80% in the middle, which is more than the middle. Like, the Ford family, they're not bad people. They've been horrid football team owners. Do you know um, they're not bad people? I don't know them. Because they've, like, Dan Schneider's a bad person. Jerry Richardson's a bad person. We found out about that. Like, in the NFL right now, if you've been running Peyton Place behind closed doors, we found out about it. They're just bad at football. So, like, historically bad at football until this season. The... Rankin Smith and his kids, they were not good at football. They weren't necessarily bad people. 
They were called the Clampets because they were the country folks who ran into money. But what makes uh, any um, of these people good Arkansas. at it? For like, let me stop for a second. Like the Rooney family, what made them good? They were in money and other things. How'd they get good? That, they've owned that team since the 30s. So what? So, my, but, so I think that see, there's just, the exception. They don't even count. Okay. Like Jerry Jones, for instance. Right, do Jones do craft? Do, how do they just, like, they're all come from the same place, some other business that made money? So you're like, how are you better at football? It may be, like, again, a lot of different answers. But like Jerry Jones, he actually kind of knows football. Um, and so he had he was the GM. In fact, he's in Canton. But I could argue he's the reason they didn't win more titles because he pushed Jimmy out with, the, with the fight. Sure, but he got Jimmy in there. Yeah. Uh, Robert Kraft, the same sort of thing. He got the right coach who then got the right quarterback. S- stability at owners? Mm-hmm. It's, it, you, and you I, can't hire it. You can't recruit. I you can't disagree. trade. It's the one position where you're kind of stuck. It's the only thing. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers wanted to win a Super Bowl. They traded for the head coach, and then they won a Super Bowl. You can even do that. It happens sometimes in the league. If I asked you, can't you, trade for an owner. If we talked about the five best and organizations, I don't know why they're bad owners. I just know that we haven't had great, impactful ownership in Atlanta. Okay, so if I said who are the five best organizations right now in the in NFL a, over a no in soccer, yes, I in the NFL. pro sports or whatever. But in the five in the NFL that currently and also have sustained, right? You're going to go to the Hunt family with the Chiefs, and that's obvious. You're going to go to the Steelers because their picture of consistency. They haven't had a losing season in a three decades. coaches since six months. Right. So you're probably going to go Ravens. I think the Ravens are a picture of mm-hmm. consistency. They're good every year. And they have stayed their course through tough seasons, through the Lamar offseason, through all of this stuff. They're like, no, this is kind of what we do. Okay. Do I go? Do I give Kraft, even though it's been a couple of years? I mean, that's a 25 year Absolutely. Okay. Now, Kraft got the coach right. And they got the quarterback right due to some lucky breaks and. Tom turned it to Tom. Who am I missing on the rest of the Packers? Do we put the Packers there? Because that's not an ownership thing. They're technically owned by the people of Green Bay. Eagles are always well run, it seems like. They might have some downtimes, but they're pretty well run. And then I I just think there's a dip in a lot of places. I think there is a big, giant 80% in the NFL. Like the There's like... 15% 15% up near the top where you're like ownership is a positive impact virtually every season. And that's like two or three or four. Then there's the small very end where it was Dan Schneider and Richardson. And then you have most in the middle. They're just really, really wealthy folks who aren't great at football. Occasionally they get the right coach and quarterback. I think there's a big giant 80% in the middle. So my want is to be one of the best franchises. Like the Bolin fan, like Pat Bolin out in Denver for a couple of decades. No, no, no. But I'm saying for a couple of decades, that was the reputation that Denver was the gold standard. So I want to have different ownership. I want to see my team in the top end, no doubt. But I have have a a realistic goal. Let me get out of the group that everybody laughs at. Some years they've had some surprises. Like the Lions just had a really good year. Don't get it twisted. The Lions have been lost in the woods for decades. But the group that is I'm referring to, the Falcons are in this group. Falcons, Lions, Jets, Jags, Bears, Browns, where, again, they might have some good years, but they're unable to really sustain it for an extended period of time. I want to get out of that group. Then we'll talk about some other things. But this is the group that everybody goes, oh, it's Falcons, Browns, Jags, Lions. Even when they're good, you yeah. still don't know if yeah. you'll believe they're sustain club. How do you get out of there, though? It's like I thought from 08 to 12, I was like, maybe we're finally getting out of the club. Thank you, Mike Smith. And then the last 10 years, even with a Super Bowl trip, They've, they've only had two winning years in 11 years. You're back into that lost club again. And I, I'm not trying to bring anybody down. Again, I love, hate that team, but it is. Uh, I'm, I have 30 seasons left. That's it. I'm done. Like, maybe I see 77, but you're not going to enjoy your team at 77 the way you do at 47 or 37 or 27. We had Eugene, and we had 28 to 3. That, that's our experience. That's it. That's it. That's in the Will I, 60 okay. years of the Super Bowl. That's us. Now, I could drop dead of a heart attack next week. but I hope not. Thank you, Chuck. If I do live to see 2054, will they have won a championship by then? Make me feel good. Um, they have to have. What if, I, what if I would have said in 1994 they have I to? I would have said t- they have to in the next 30 years. Because, <laughs> but here's what I said. Because you're not going to go 60 years without winning one. I'm now going to say you're not going to go 90 years, Matt. 90? Come on. This is a Chuck and Chernoff special report. If you don't listen to this, you could get an STD. A bad one. We shared this herpes. All right, so we are on a fact-finding mission. I like to do this every now and again. Twitter is mostly just a uh, angry, depressing, awful place. But there are a few follows that I like. And one of them I've talked about is I follow Fact on Twitter on Elon Musk's little app. And I don't even know how real or, or right on these are, but I like these facts, and I like to test the brain of Chuck. Okay. 
Everybody at home, play along with us. We're going to play a round of Did You Know? Same thing with Colin and DT and Ryan Gephardt, if you guys did all want I to know. Play. For instance, did you know Pablo Escobar once started a fire with $2 million because his daughter was cold? I didn't know that, but I don't doubt it. Did you know that nomophobia is the fear of being without your phone or losing your signal? Or the Dodgers stealing a Rookie of the Year award. Hop out. I was thinking Hideo, too. Yeah, you hop out with them. Both of you guys go together. Darren, DT knows what's up. Did you know octopuses, or is it octopi? Octopody. Did you know Octopody have a brain in every tentacle? Did know that. Did, did know that. You guys knew that. Knew that. I'm very yeah. proud of you. Uh, did you know taking cocaine increases the chance of having a heart attack within the hour by 2,400%, which the first time I did coke, that would be me. I would take it at 601. I would die at 701. I, I would have guessed by a lot, a lot. <laughs> Not necessarily that number, but by a lot, a lot. That would be me. Like, I would be the guy. Len Bias died the first time. Probably didn't. I would die the first time I did coke. They would have to, like, be very specific, measure it out, right. and say this is the perfect, like, this is the right amount. Because if they just put a bunch out there and you do too much, well, that's the key, you right? be cocaine bear. So what I'm saying to you is I know I would love it. Knowing I have such an addictive personality. <laughs> a, an appropriate amount for just, like, a single serve. Is that what it looks like? Like, Because if, if I had a little taste of it, I'm going to want more. Is this where I turn to Colin to give me all the insights I, on cocaine? Uh, Colin, your thoughts? A little spoon's usually the small. Uh, okay, or thank key, you. A key bump. All right, you hop out with the two of them. Uh, did you know French fries are from Belgium, not France? Wow, wow. I know, Chuck. How about that? Uh, did you know, on average, a man spends about five months of his life shaving? Wow. How about that? I hate shaving. I just detest it. I really do. And I, I have to shave because I'm one of these people who can't grow facial hair very well. So it looks like I just have little ants on my face if I don't. Have you ever had a shave? Hey, now. Go treat yourself. I'm not bougie like you. Treat yourself. It's like $25. I know, it's just bougie. I don't need somebody it's to shave. It's $25. I'm, bucks. Sh- I'm sure it'd be great. This is the guy who won't pay $6 for Peacock. It's the moisturize, by the <laughs> way. The Chuck, I love what you differentiate spending money. You're like, uh, bougie Chuck can get the shave, but he won't pay 6 bucks for the Peacock anymore. To watch a football $25? $25? Channel. Uh, did you know your nostrils work one at a time? As you breathe in and out through your nose, one nostril does most of the work, switching to the other nostril every two or three hours. It's like the host on this show. that's known as the nasal cycle did you know that without taking a shot i did not know that uh did you know crocodiles can climb trees that's interesting that's not true you made that one up i did no not true they can run on two feet it's crazy that's not no you swear to god all of y'all made it's on the fact website they can't zigzag they can't zigzag they can only go straight i think colin this is he's talking about after a little spoonful i think oh after the uh, after the bump and they always split tens right (laughs) (laughs) i will not play with them at third base uh did you know misophonia is a condition which you're easily annoyed or angered by little things such as a person who eats chews or uh, breathes too loudly oh domino has that i think i have that too i don't want to be near anybody turning on and off monitors was not listed on there yeah not listed uh, did you know in the next 30 seconds you will, on average, produce 72 million red blood cells, shed 174,000 uh, skin cells, and have about 25 thoughts? I need to eat more vegetables if right. I'm doing all that. I need... Did you know adult cats don't actually meow at each other? Instead, they meow and attempt to communicate with humans. Now, um... I believe this one. Bruno does this with me. When my dog, my cat, when he wants to talk to me, he's like, Meow, daddy, meow. And we just have a whole conversation. Yeah, but the neighborhood cat. Well, that's different. He's a homeless putting cat. Putting out that call. Right. Oh, you're saying the Tiger's whole... around. Isn't that where the term cat and around happens? Yeah, we got a tiger in the neighborhood. Gotcha. Uh, did you know you should delete your browser cookies before buying airline tickets because ticket fares go up when you visited the site multiple times? That's not the only reason guys that. should delete their browser cookies, by the way. Just saying. I found that out, yeah, trying to uh, investigate the Auburn, Florida State thing. Mm-hmm. Like the ticket was $350 at 8 o'clock. And then back. Um, like $1,300. DT, did you not know that one? I knew that one. Found it out back when I was, yeah. Were you this many days old when you just learned that? Yeah, yeah and I appreciate that. No, 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 yeah, it'll, it'll track you. And one left at this price. No, that's not true either. Uh, did you know it's estimated that the Earth's helium supply will run out by 2030 and party balloons will cost about $90 each? True story. Oh, wow. Look, that doesn't happen often. Right. Uh, did you know, Chuck, according to one study... the oh, hap- the helium thing. Hang on. Oh. What are we going to do without helium? Uh, okay, go ahead. Oh, that's a great question. I'm processing. We won't have party balloons? No, there's got to be more. 
Useful. Maybe somebody stored some away. I don't All right, go ahead. Uh, did you know, according to one study, the happiest couples are those without children? I knew that. <laughs> I knew that. Shocking. And the more you have, the more miserable you'll be. We love them, but the more miserable and broke. By the way, helium's the second most common elephant element in the universe, and we're always running out of it, and it's always coming back. So All right. What about the elephant? Element. All right. Uh, Chuck, did you know there was a woman in the 1700s who gave birth to 16 pairs of twins, nah. seven sets of triplets, and four sets of quadruplets in just 40 years with the same man? So I did the math. That's 69 kids and a lot of sex. How? Huh? 69 kids. Wow. Kids. Uh-uh. Did you know this fun fact? The word bed actually looks like an actual bed. Kind of. When did she start having the kids? Uh, what was the seventeen hundreds? I get stuck. You're probably about thirteen in that in that ah. time because the average lifespan is you, you know you die in your thirties. So if she lasted till her fifties, she had all the kids. Okay, and so like Desdemona Goslin, right? And then her uterus fell out. Bit off that fortieth kid, right? Uh, did you know the average woman smiles sixty-two times a day, and the average man smiles only eight times? I'm in. Yeah. First of all, there ain't a dude listening who says his wife smiles sixty-two bleeping times a day. I want to meet her. Where is she? She must smile when he's at work. Uh, did you know summer lasts for 42 years on Uranus? Now I do. You were this many days old when you learned it. Uh, did you know sex is the safest tranquilizer in the world, 10 times more effective than Valium? Oh. Try that with your wives tonight, gentlemen. Honey, look, I really need a good night's sleep. <laughs> need you step up. need you to step up. It's Valentine's Day Eve. Uh, did you know you can shrink a pimple within minutes by putting a bit of Listerine on it? The alcohol dries it up and causes it to fade. Can't you be good, good for you over time, no, right? but you have great breath in your cheek, too, or wherever the pimple is. Come put me to sleep, honey. Hey, my pimple smells great. Did you know cats and killer whales both kill for fun? Orca, like orca whales, they'll come up and just, like, mess with human boats and stuff like that, and they're just doing it just to be jerks. You guys know DT knew no. all this stuff? I'm very impressed, DT. I did know that one. Uh, did you know climacophilia is where somebody is sexually aroused by falling downstairs? Wait, 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 what kind of sexually aroused by falling down? That's not a thing. I'm just telling you it is. Climacophilia. How is that getting the hell beat out of you 15 times? How is that? Chuck, people are into different There's always things. somebody yeah, into something. That's exactly right. Uh, Chuck, did you know the average person spends 45 to 62 minutes a day just waiting? Just waiting. Feels like I do longer than just waiting. Than yeah, I've been doing minutes. it for about six minutes. <laughs> did you know Will Smith, Nick Cage, Tom Cruise, Johnny Depp, and Leonardo DiCaprio were offered the part of Neo in The Matrix before Keanu Reeves? Matt, the exes you deliver are so dramatic. And finally, did you know a dolphin's nipples are located in its anus? Why'd the music stop? That's a fact. You can't just pick and choose the facts you don't like. If you were ever curious where a dolphin's nipples are, it's anus. You don't have to stop the music again. It's a fact. I want, I want to think you got punk. Double you the pleasure, double the fun? You didn't know that, did you? Look at you guys all learning stuff. You guys are going to take this home tonight. I want to think I didn't learn that. Hey, I was listening to Matt and Chuck, and I found out a dolphin's nipples are located in its anus. You ever wonder where a dolphin's nipples are? Now you know. See? Again, we learned it was a fact-finding mission. We all did it together. I'm Flipper. Who's the other character? I'll wait. While you think about that answer, trap your mind. Please wrap your mind around doing a CFT. I heard you in the talk back, and I don't want to repeat it. Chuck's got a college football today around the corner. Give us a a fact or a tease. I really should not have been this surprised by one opinion on Dabo and the Tigers. All right, we'll get to it next. Remember, and actually never forget, this was your Super Bowl halftime, Atlanta. It just said Atlanta, Maroon 5. Who would have guessed the Atlanta halftime would actually take place in Vegas? Chuck and Chernoff on this Valentine's Eve will give away another uh, Save the Day Valentine's gift package in about 10 minutes. If you have not shopped at all, 
We are giving you guys a chance to save the day. A start. A start to saving the day. We we did the work. Yeah. We put in a lot of work to giving you guys a great Valentine's Day gift package. We'll do it in 10 minutes with Chuck and Chernoff right here on the fan on FM at 93.7. AM in it at 680 and, of course, the 680 The Fan mobile app. I hope when our show is over, you lock the radio in at this dial position and you wake up tomorrow morning with the locker room. It's fun for your wake-up. Be fun, along with home team, John Michaels, in theory, Joe Ham. Fun. That's right, 6 to 10 before we hand it off to Buck. 10 to 11, Nick and Chris 11 to 2 for more fun, and then right back around to us. Speaking of fun, the Chili Dip Open, that's fun. And the Chili Dip Open is officially sold out. I'm sorry if you missed your opportunity, but you can hear it on the radio. It all benefits First Team Metro Atlanta. One of the area's finest courses will be on display. And First Team Metro Atlanta is building game changers by empowering kids and teens through golf. The event is all brought to us by Bears Best, along with Kroger, Hennessy Automotive Companies, and the Georgia Hemp Company. Chuck Oliver's College Football Today. Got the beta king. Presented by Roof It Forward. When your roof needs to be repaired or replaced, call the roofing company that supports Camp Sunshine. Together, we can roof it forward. Mark Schlagback, if you're familiar with his work at ESPN, ESPN.com, uh, senior writer, and every year uh, it seems as the last little bit of the confetti is twirling to the ground and we have a national champion, he hits... Post my way too early top 25 for the next year. Well, after a month in which the Alabama coach, the Michigan coach, the Washington coach all left, um, Ohio State has hired two offensive coordinators in the last month. Um, all the player movement, everything else. And by the way, we just had 30 day window opens, uh, 30 day windows open for players at all the new schools where their head coaches have left. So this is continuing up. They can't get into class right now they can get in the portal so against that backdrop uh march labaugh has said it's been like a month and a week and i've got to update stuff just too much has gone on and i was looking at his way too early top 25 and something struck me as surprising that a month ago struck me equally surprising and i mean just as equally surprising I'm looking through his rankings, and I'm just looking for tidbits and angles and what he's thinking, and there was something about Texas that caught my eye, and then Utah at 11. Um, Got all the way down to 19 needle scratch Clemson Tigers. Oh, my gosh, Clemson, what's happened? And I realized it says previous ranking. I was like, they were 19, too. And I looked, and I said, yeah, they were 19. They were 19 a month ago, and I was like, my gosh, Clemson, what happened? So I've had literally – when I say I should not have been surprised by an opinion on Dabo and the Tigers this morning, I've had 30 days to get used to Mark Schleyball's opinion. I've had 892 days to get ready for where Clemson is right now. 892 days. Ultimately, all in the wrong direction for this college football power. I'm going back to September 4th, 2021. Where were you? I was in Charlotte. And I was there for shoot them out between maybe the two best teams in America Georgia 10, Clemson 3. That was your final score that night. Kickoff of that game, week one, the 21 season, it is the last time we collectively looked at Clemson as elite national championship program. They went from Deshaun Watson, true freshman, 15-0 national champion Trevor Lawrence. They went from that to three seasons of what they've had at quarterback, including Kate Klubnick. If you didn't see, like, the Miami game last year, they're down to the final play of the game on the two-yard line. Dabo gets the play call from Garrett Riley. They give it in to Klubnik. He calls it to the other 10 players. Ball snapped. He decides then, uh, you know what, I'm going to do something completely different on my own and not tell anybody. Uh, and, of course, they lost. So that's what you have at quarterback now versus the backdrop of what you had for six straight years. Uh, 892 days, and I still found myself. There's always a lag, folks. There's always a lag when we realize, wait a minute, Florida State with Bowden, they got kind of average, and it's been that way for a while. There's always a lag with a great program. Uh, The lag is up at Clemson. Stop being surprised when you see them 15, 18, 19, et cetera. They are an extremely well-appointed, well-funded program with some elite players dotting their roster. This is not a national championship caliber program in the least now. 
Chuck Oliver's College Football Today, presented by Roof It Forward on the College Football Voice of the South, The Fan. So there's some uh, aftermath coming out of Las Vegas, some breadcrumbs from the Super Bowl, and I didn't hear this. I can't confirm it. I'm just telling you what Brandon Marshall, the former wide receiver, had to say. I am interested in his comments. Some hot tea for you, Chuck. Brandon Marshall claims Kanye West was kicked out of the Super Bowl at Taylor Swift's request. So as Brandon Marshall puts it, Kanye was seated in front of Taylor Swift's suite, where every time CBS would have shown Taylor in the suite, you would have gotten a glimpse of Kanye. Now, Brandon Marshall claims Kanye was wearing a mask and a logo because he's just Kanye, just whatever. Taylor and Kanye have beef going back a long way, dating all the way back to the award award show. show He pops up. You shouldn't have won this award, blah, blah. All right. So she, so Marshall claims that uh, Taylor had a call. Taylor's powerful. Made one call. Kanye was kicked out of the stadium at Allegiant Stadium. Out of the Super Bowl. No Kanye to be found okay. because she didn't want him clout chasing and just showing up in her shot every time CBS went and showed her. Do we believe um, this story? Kanye. It's a great story. He has shown himself to be excitable. Um, and he would probably have responded about this himself, I think, um, given what we know about Kanye. He probably Maybe. would have. Would he want to admit that Taylor had the kind of clout to kick him out because he's supposed to be a one-time billionaire as famous yeah, as they so get? I, yeah, I think that Kanye, given what we know about Kanye, we would have heard from him, not Brandon Marshall. So I'd also ask. And what's Brandon Marshall? Was he there? Was I he? don't know. Well, on what grounds would you tell Kanye you're not allowed to be here? Bye, bitch. I don't think that would work. Like, all right, you got to come with us. Why? Oh, you're sitting in the wrong place. I mean, I don't, I don't know. How, is she that powerful? I think we would have heard from Kanye. All right, we'll see. We'll, see. we'll see. Again, this is Brandon Marshall's tea. It's hot tea. I'm just sharing it with you. Mop up this tea. Uh, the other thing that I thought was interesting, Las Vegas locally reported that after the Super Bowl, 525 private jets departed Vegas. 525 going all different directions. You can think of the, about the star power that was in Vegas from music to entertainment to sports and all the 525 jets. Now, that would have been different than my departure. That would have been like a red eye from McCarran flying spirit just to save some money on the Super Bowl price gouging that was going on. Do you know that sad look of so many people that make that normal trip to McCarran on a Monday, let alone this past weekend? That walk through security it's must no have fun. been all oh, the dregs of society. The only thing that will save you is that um, pretzel dog you can get. What is that, Annie Annie's? Is that what saves you? Yeah, get a couple of pretzel dogs with some mustard. It's not the, thir- make you feel better it's not the $3,200 I lost and potentially whatever but venereal done. disease That's I gained. it's done. Well, no, the venereal disease comes back well, with you. Okay, I'm sorry. You're right. It's luggage. And the 3200 <laughs> might mean I don't pay my mortgage, so I, I don't know. I don't know. But in the moment... I'm I'm banged up. Oh. It's the end of three days of losing at the sport, whatever. Mm-hmm. All I've got is, you my know, my Delta gate home. And oh, you're flying Delta. See, I, I'm pretzel, saving the money. Pretzel dogs. I'm on Frontier trying to just you hope they get out. don't fly Frontier. I have. I won't do it again. Yeah, I, I Frankensteined a flight out there, and Frontier was one of the legs, and I won't do that. It was uh, back in 2018. I will, I it will not do so it It was so cheap, though. There was one of those, okay, I'll deal with it. It was the worst flight experience ever. Um, but when you get, you know, on a Vegas flight for like $32, you're like, okay, what's the worst that could happen? I found that out. All right, coming up, hopefully Sunday in Vegas was a wake-up call. Sunday, 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 And at least one person of Flower Branch answers. We'll share it with you next. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. At Jim Ellis Automotive, we take pride in our family-owned and operated business. Hi, I'm Stacey Ellis, Vice President of the Jim Ellis Automotive Group. When my granddad, Jim Ellis, founded our company in 1971, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was easy and fully transparent. And it worked. Fifty years later, my dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. 
Today, third-generation family members like myself, along with the support of more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values our company was founded on. At Jim Ellis Automotive, we try harder because we sincerely value your satisfaction. That's why we've been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of our 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, still family-owned and operated and where you can always expect the best. This is a 680 The Fan podcast. To hear more live and local sports content like this, tune in to 680 AM or 93.7 FM or download the Fan app. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. At Jim Ellis Automotive, we take pride in our family-owned and operated business. Hi, I'm Stacy Ellis, Vice President of the Jim Ellis Automotive Group. When my granddad, Jim Ellis, founded our company in 1971, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, my dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. Today, third-generation family members like myself, along with the support of more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values our company was founded on. At Jim Ellis Automotive, we try harder because we sincerely value your satisfaction. That's why we've been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of our 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, still family-owned and operated and where you can always expect the best. Camp Margaritaville RV Resort, where you can just breathe in and breathe out. (sighs) Or move. There's biking, boating, arcade games, hiking, nearby golfing. Or fly through the new Fins Up Water Park. Thrills, chills, twists, and turns. This could be you. Camp Margaritaville at Lanier Islands. An easy one-hour drive from Atlanta. Book your stay today at Camp Margaritaville Lanier Islands.com. 